0: Welcome to episode 153 of Stageworthy. I'm your host, Phil Rickaby. Stageworthy is a podcast about people in Canadian theatre featuring conversations with actors, directors, playwrights, and more. This week on the podcast, I'm talking with three cast members from the Spur of the Moment Shakespeare Collective's Shakespeare in Hospitals program, Cora Matherson, Katerina Hatsunakos, and Mark Crater. Spur of the Moment just launched this year's program, so you will find them performing excerpts of Shakespeare in hospitals around the Toronto area for the next little while. If you feel like dropping me a line to say hi, remember that you can find Stageworthy really on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at StageworthyPod, and you can find the website at StageworthyPodcast.com. If you want to drop me a line, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Phil and my website is PhilRickaby.com. If you like the podcast, I hope that you'll leave a comment or rating on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, or Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Your ratings and comments help new people find the show, or even better, if you know somebody that you think will like the show, just tell them about it. Some of my favorite podcasts became my favorites because somebody I knew told me about them. Let's get to the show. Oh, well, before we get started, let's just yeah. go around, everybody say your name, Yes. and uh, you're all performing in the Oscars? Yeah. Yes, festival? we're all awesome.
1: yeah. right
2: right, we'll start right here. I'm Cora, that's
1: it. Katerina, Hatsanakos, but I go by Cat usually, okay. so, yeah.
2: And I am Mark Crater.
0: Mark, I feel like we've
2: met we, before. We've, we've met, met uh, Shakespeare Translator. Shakespeare Translator, yeah, yeah, you did, you, you were there for
0: the Romeo and Juliet, I think. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I was. Cool. <laughs> I haven't seen you since, so that's why, yeah. So you guys are getting ready to do Shakespeare in Hospitals. in yes. At the moment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so how's that going? You guys had a big rehearsal today.
2: Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. I, I think stumbled
2: it's, through. Yeah. I think it's finding... Uh-huh. Um, well, this year it's a, it's an amalgamation of, of different Shakespeare scenes and plays and monologues and soliloquies. And, and so right now I think we're trying to just kind of go, okay, here's our track and mm-hmm. here, here's our story and here is what contextually makes sense yeah. and this being here is logical and all that stuff. So it's, it's just kind of putting a puzzle together and we're, we're, we're almost there. We're, we're in the process of... of
3: the- well, yeah, because, I mean, <coughs> the whole thing is a, a created mm-hmm. narrative. Mm-hmm. So we're taking mm-hmm. Shakespeare text, but we're creating <coughs> our whole story with it. Yeah. So literally, the script is like any sort of dramaturgical... Um, element is still being
1: processed and created and we're also working with three different directors Mm -hmm. so today it was kind of like so for example like i don't i only do kind of my group rehearsals with Mm -hmm. cora and mark but otherwise i'm on a different team than them with a different director Mm -hmm. so it was my first time seeing a lot of their stuff and their Mm -hmm. first time seeing a lot of my stuff Mm -hmm. and when you're working with three different people um a lot of times especially with scenes that are going back to back Mm -hmm. You like don't know how they're gonna fit together, mm. and how the styles yeah. are gonna work, <laughs> yeah. and create <clears throat> one narrative. So it was interesting to see. But that being said, I think it's gonna work.
0: Oh it's yeah, totally. Yeah, it's, work. It, 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 it's interesting because you're not doing like a Shakespeare like these Shakespeare in Hospitals is not a Shakespeare oh, no, play presented in a hospital. It's like bits and pieces, yes, yeah, exactly. put together exactly. And, or maybe performed on their own, depending on the setting. Well, yeah.
2: Well, I mean, you know, you get you go into private rooms, and and uh, a patient uh, that, can be like, I want to see the balcony scene, yeah, from Romeo and Juliet. So or go, like, okay. I just
1: want two back to back monologues.
3: Or
2: Yeah. Or,
3: or like to even add to the really the work that we do, it's like each scene or monologue that we do essentially is going to have to have two. Um, context you take it and do it this way for Mm -hmm. larger audiences or you take it this way that you rehearse and do it for a private setting Mm -hmm. so we're doing everything almost twice wow yeah
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and how is wrapping your heads around uh, around this like because it's it's different from the way that you necessarily approach Shakespeare normally what
3: yes
2: I think I think it's kind of freeing yeah in in a sense because I think I think with um, when you have a Shakespeare play it has its context and it's like this this is the context this is the story you have to tell and you have to make the uh, monologue or the scene you're doing fit into that context where because we kind of have uh, created a narrative we're kind of shifting the context mm-hmm. of, of what certain lines and words can relate to so we're, you're Creating a whole new separate world, which is liberating as an actor because you're you're free to make new choices and say, yeah. like, "Oh, I'm going to relate, yeah. you know, this word to something that I would never even imagine uh, relating mm-hmm. into in if I was doing this in the actual play." Right.
1: Yeah. I got a monologue like semi recently that wasn't in the original um, first draft that I I saw in rehearsal and. It, it was like an amalgamation, like a, a short monologue that was pieced together from, like, four different plays. And I read it, and I was like, wow, this works so well. Mm. This works. But it's like Romeo and Juliet, As You Like It, like one of the Henrys, mm. one of the Richards. Mm. And I was like, I don't... And even the director was like, I mean, this is, like, impeccably done. Mm. And I was like, and isn't that... I, I think it's so interesting to go home mm. and even, like in terms of like understanding the language to go home and look at the original source material and be Mm -hmm. like, Oh, well they're talking about this, but then they're talking about this. Yeah. But the, and it's four completely different scenarios, but it works so well Mm. as one piece. And I think that's like, that's kind of what the whole play does Mm. is Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know how many plays are, that the material is taken from like upwards of five or six. Yeah. 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 Plus some, some stuff that's not Shakespeare (coughs) um, and some poetry and stuff like that. And like, it works hmm. it's at the end of the day like you follow it as if it's a play that ha- that's already been written right,
0: right. Hmm.
1: which it is but it also kind of isn't yeah
0: i've
3: been and i've just been pretty fascinated actually from just an actor's perspective of you can you know you can take the the text that you have in front of you and look up the context of the original source and do your regular defining of the words But I've actually, I've learned so much more about really parsing down the text and learning definitions of words because when you don't just have that whole original text to kind of fall back on, you're forced to just dig a little more. Mm. Yeah. I've been forced to like actually be like, okay, that word doesn't really make sense how I usually know it. Mm. So really looking into what else does it mean? What can it mean? Mm. And I've just, yeah, like I just feel like I've just been working my Shakespeare brain mm. to like this upped level that I think is going to really kind of help me yeah. in the future. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you've you've done it before, Cora. Long, long time, ago. long time ago. Yeah, you keep. Yeah. You keep this Way way ago. back when. <laughs> I age yeah. myself. But but the, in terms like, and and the two of you have not, Cat and Mark. You you're yeah. like completely new to this, newbies. Yeah. What scares you the most about doing this, and what fright, what what excites you the most about doing this?
2: I guess I, yeah, I I think for me it's what uh, makes me nervous or, or terrifies me is also what excites me uh, most. <laughs> and uh, for me, I love I love intimate theater. I love audience mm. interaction. I think this setup just promotes that happening and yeah. it promotes the unexpected. Mm-hmm. And I think that allows such joy and such spontaneity Mm -hmm. to occur Mm -hmm. when you're like yeah you have someone who who might be who might be giving you something from the audience and you have to you have to take it you have to roll with it Mm -hmm. or if you're in the private Mm -hmm. room and that again that all adds a a whole new context Mm -hmm. to to a scene to a monologue yeah and how how you incorporate that person into the story you're telling and make them a part of it and make them feel connected to what you're doing Mm. is, is something that that is nerve wracking and terrifying, but it's also super exciting and super like what, let's see what, what jazz we can, Mm. we can make with this.
1: Um, what excited me most about the process I'm going to say is, well, like I said earlier, we were working with three different directors. And so every rehearsal is like, a little bit different and mm-hmm. it's something it's always a little bit unexpected, but I also feel like there's three different sets of eyes, including mm. also our own. Like we work pretty much, um, as an ensemble, There's yeah. a lot of trust and, but also there's a lot of eyes on everything. Mm. So there's a lot of freedom, like you said, to like work, um, with the text and make choices and, have them work or have them not, um, and experiment with how we're doing things and where we're doing things because so much of that is unknown and yeah. not, and can't really be set. <clears throat> um, and so it's really exciting to be able to work within a space, um, that like, you're never really unsure about. Like, even if you take a chance, people are like, oh, okay, that worked. I like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't, let's try something else. Whereas I feel like that's something that like causes me a lot of stress
0: mm.
1: In, mm. in other work that I've done is, oh, I'm going to walk in here and I'm going to have made a choice and maybe they're going to hate it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like we're all working as an ensemble and it's great. So that's really exciting. I think the stuff that's scary is like you don't know exactly where uh, and how you're going to perform every time. Mm. But I also feel like that's one of those things where it's, um, it's a fear I have that I don't even know if it's a real fear yet. We fear the, the unknown. Uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah. when I, when it actually comes down to it, maybe that'll be my favorite part of it. Totally. So. Yeah. So, we'll see.
3: I'll be like, like t- being totally honest. I'm scared of the private room settings. Mm. Um, like Mark said, though, like scared and excited. Mm-hmm. But they're vulnerable. They're going to be very vulnerable settings, mm-hmm. and for very many different reasons. We may have situations where to us, it seems like we're not being listened to. We may have situations where maybe Mm -hmm. something touched a little too closely. Mm -hmm. Um, we just don't, yeah, we don't know. And those are going to be just very intimate moments. And it's dependent on how that person's, how they're doing Mm -hmm. to see how that interaction goes. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm nervous for those, but I'm also really excited because no matter what happens, I think it's going to be a very special experience for everyone involved. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm just I'm really excited for just having what we do be different every time like that's what I yeah. think we all love about live theater and mm-hmm. even in a set show it's always somewhat different every show but here I think it's it's really going to be different, different each yeah. time yeah, like yeah. depending on our setting who we're doing it for what actual scenes we're doing mm-hmm. like I think we as actors are being given a gift that we're going to be able to actually really come in each day and mm. play mm. and I'm excited for that
0: yeah nice Kat, one of the things that you were saying about um, the freedom to make mistakes that you yeah. said that you sometimes have felt like you haven't had, I was just having this conversation with somebody yesterday really about good. how um, so often we're afraid to make, make mistakes and it's so magical when you have a setting where the, the, when people say, oh, there's no right and there's no wrong, it's actually true and nobody's yeah. going to say, no, that's wrong. Do it like this or something like that. Is that, is it like this is, this is completely new. This is, you haven't really had this kind of Um, problem before?
1: I mean, I have to an extent, but I think what, um, actually I didn't mention this earlier, but I will. One of my biggest fears also was that I don't have that much experience with Shakespeare. Mm. So I was like, oh man, I'm going to walk in and everyone's going to know every play and I'm not, I'm not like, yeah. I don't know all of the Henry's and all of the Richards and whatever. And I think I, there was one rehearsal where I even asked my director, I was like, what is this abbreviated ab- ab- abbreviation of? Yeah. And he was like, Oh, King James. And I was like, I didn't know that was yeah. a play. I'm not going to lie. Um, but the way things are set up and the way the the material is actually written, it matters, but it almost doesn't yeah. because we're all, we're all looking at a really fresh text mm. where, kind of like what Cora was saying Um, you might know the context and be really familiar with it and Mm. it almost might not even matter Mm. because in the context of the scene that you're doing yes we're all kind of on a I just feel like it puts us all on like a level playing field Mm. um, and allows us to like ask a lot of questions Mm. which uh, I have found before I mean I've done stuff where um, and I've done even like little Shakespeare scenes in in theater school where Mm. I'm like oh I'm really not like I could even read the play now and not feel super comfortable with it yet mm. so um, I'm afraid to even ask this question because you know but I'm like not, not afraid to ask questions mm. which is such a great thing um and yeah that's really carried over to like our physical work in rehearsals too
0: that's so good yeah so good I've I've been in rehearsal rooms doing doing Shakespeare and we're doing that first read and so we get through it and then we start being like, so, does anybody know what this word means? <laughs> yeah. Anybody? Yeah. anybody? Um, okay, let's try to figure out what this word means. And so, it, like, mm-hmm. everybody has that, that thing, like, this is an archaic language. We mm-hmm. have to figure out what it means. There's always, you know, they always come across a, a few people who are like, oh, yes. Yes. The answer to that is this. <laughs> but uh, yeah. those people are few and far between. Um, let's leave Shakespeare in hospitals for a second. I want to talk about uh, your... Theater origin stories. Oh. Why wow. do you do this? Like, what is what is what made you want to do this? And 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 uh, and and yeah, let's start with that.
3: All right, <laughs> 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 I was going to start. uh well, I I grew up uh, as a dancer, really primarily. <laughs> uh, ever since I was very very little, I've loved to dance and sing. So I was more in the musical. Elements um, of things. I just love to perform all my life. So that's been with me my entire life.
0: Were you um, one of those kids, just to jump in, were you one of those kids who was like like even before you knew what performing was you were performing?
3: I think so. Yeah. I I uh, I am like one of my very first gifts when I was like tiny was like homemade tutus and so I'd wear bodysuits and like mm-hmm. I think I was a bit of a drama queen okay. when I was little. Yeah. I'm just gonna go and assume that. <laughs> but then so as I got older and I actually started seeing shows, mm-hmm. like I saw Anne Green Gables in PEI. Mm-hmm. And it, like that moment on, I was like, I am going to be Anne Green Gables and that's that's what mm-hmm. I'm going to do. So anyways, uh, I went to Randolph Academy originally mm-hmm. um, as a dancer, so musical theater again. And it was uh, in my years there where I had a Shakespeare teacher. And I, so I come up from a small town. I hadn't done a lick of any sort of actual straight theater training at mm-hmm. all. Like I, when I had to learn a monologue for school, I was like, oh my God, what mm-hmm. is a monologue? Uh, But I had a Shakespeare teacher in, in Randolph who that was the first time I'd ever touched Shakespeare and he just, he brought movement into it Mm. and he just, with the way he taught the words and the language, I just, I just fell in love with it Mm -hmm. and something about, it was the poetry that I just loved. Mm. Um, I graduated and I got real burnt out from the industry and I left it for a good number of years and I did a bunch of other stuff. I traveled, I went to university, I worked. I did not do acting for a while and then you know this passion of ours I think just has this way of like coming back and finding you and I just Mm -hmm. you know I wasn't really happy I wasn't happy Mm -hmm. and I missed it and I realized I missed it and so I moved back to Toronto from wherever I was and I just started up again and it was just that amazing lesson of like I was happy again doing what I love and so ever since it's it's been that um realization of ah this is what I love this is my passion this is what makes me happy and the new love that I found with my Shakespeare teacher Mm -hmm. I brought that in so now I know that that's where I'm headlining and so I went back to school for theater and here I am now you know I'm kind of late to the game now but I'm I took a lot of time to realize it's what I want to do and so now I'm here.
0: Where did you go back to school to? George Brown. Brown? So I did the Glad George you. Brown program. Yeah. 93. actually. Long maybe. time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Good
3: for you. How long
0: did you leave theater for?
3: I left theater the for a solid three years.
0: Mm. It was five for me when I theater quit.
3: four-ish, yeah?
0: Yeah. I left for five and then, yeah. and then
3: like you I said, to something.
0: Something all of a sudden pulls you back in sometimes. It's crazy. You know?
3: And it, and it's usually a new little niche maybe or something you didn't think 10 years ago you'd think you'd be that interested in. I had a friend who tricked me. Oh, yeah. I had a friend who tricked me. <laughs>
0: she, was, she was putting it together. She said I, she wanted to do as you like it. And she was like, I really want you to play Touchstone. <laughs> yeah. it was like she knew. But I said, I don't do that anymore. She says, I know, but just this once.
2: <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good friend though that's a good, I mean yes that's a good absolutely <laughs> I'm very thankful to that friend but,
0: but that's how that's how they got me you know and it, huh. then, and again I was not happy when I left the, yeah. for the, the whole time so yeah, yeah. it's crazy mm-hmm. yeah. it's
3: absolutely crazy how it can have that power you have
0: to do it and that's and you know that's yeah. the thing they always taught me when I was in they when I, at George Brown they always said if you could do something else do that absolutely
3: yeah yeah Totally. And mm-hmm. I stand by that. And I tell people yeah.
0: that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. If you could be happy doing something else, yeah. you should probably do that.
3: But if you're not going to be happy doing something else, then you got to yeah. just do
1: it. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Kat, what's your origin story?
1: Okay. So it's actually kind of similar. Ooh, we like hit a couple of the same nice. marks. So um, I grew up in Toronto. I've always lived in, in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom, at a very like young, I think I was three... Um, put me in dance because she always wanted to do it when she was younger and, uh, could never afford it. So she was like, my daughters, my sister dances too. Like they will dance. So I did. And I loved it right away. I definitely was a drama queen so mm-hmm. growing up, still am. Um, but she was like, uh, yeah, I kept asking to do it year after year. So I did. And, um, I think I got to, I was in grade four at school. And my uh, my music teacher wrote a play, mm-hmm. I think. I say that because I haven't been able to find it mm-hmm. since I was in it, okay. so I think she wrote it. Um, yeah. Uh, but she wrote a play, and uh, instead of like the spring concert that year, um, she was like, I want to have all the kids that were in the choir um, audition for this play.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, mm, I don't really want to do that. So... Uh, but my friend was auditioning. I'm like nine years old, grade, grade four. <laughs> my friend was auditioning for a role called Leah Ballerina. It was, a, the musical was called Clowns. So we were all clowns. Um, yeah. And I was like, I, she was like, oh, can you help me um, run lines at recess? And I was like, this makes no sense. You don't dance. And she was like, but you don't have to dance. That's what acting is. And I was like, well, no. <laughs> I, I actually dance. And I was like, so I asked her for the paper and I made a photocopy of it and I was like, well no, I'm going to audition. So I took it home and my mom helped me run lines or whatever and I um got to the auditions. I think it was like the next day or the next couple of days and killed it. Um and I like made sure I even told her I was like, you know, I actually also dance. And she was like, "Okay, great. Like I don't know if you're going to really have to dance and whatever." But like and I was like, "Okay, but I I do." So we could work that out. And uh and, yeah, and I, I did it, and I remember, like, it wasn't even a big part, but I really, like, I really went for it. And, uh, like, I made my own costume. I had a lot of old dance costumes, so I put them together, and it was all great. And I remember I was, um, it ended, had so much fun, walked out of the school, and, like, this girl's grandma came up to me, this other girl in the, in the cast, and and was like, you know my uh my granddaughter was in the show but you were my favorite (laughs) and i was like i was like yes and so then i was like oh maybe i really like doing this and then from then on i would do school plays and Mm -hmm. whatever um fast forward to like grade 12 um and i start applying to universities and i'm like oh i'm not going to apply to any um theater programs which my parents, who are both professors, totally supported. they were like, "Yes, yes, go get an actual
0: degree." Of course.
1: Um, and so I applied to UFT, got in, decided that's where I was going to go, did my first year, and hated. What it. were you?
0: What were you studying? So
1: you at UFT, you don't declare your major until second year. Okay. But I thought I was okay. going to be an English major. Okay. But I was taking a bunch of different stuff like philosophy, art history, anthropology, um, like was not loving it. Hmm. And didn't even realize I wasn't loving it um, until my mom, like, was talking to me one day in the kitchen and was like, I don't think you're, like, happy. I was like, I don't think I'm happy either, really. But I don't really know why. Um, And then just randomly I I overheard someone on campus talking about their drama class. Mm -hmm. I was like, wait, where are you taking a drama class? And she was like, here. I'm, like, in the drama program. I was like, wait, what? This school has a drama program? (laughs) And she was like, yeah, yeah, like... So I looked it up and it turns out you can audition out of first year to the, um, U St. George program because it's a three year program. So I did and I got in and I was super excited, and, but I was like, I don't know what to expect. I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know. Like I've never acted at this level before. The last thing I did was in high school and it changed my life. Mm-hmm. I've never been so happy. I'm like, I have a, I have a degree at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I just graduated in June, but, um, but I had the best three mm. years. Like it was mm. such a um, mm. a change, mm. yeah. So um, I continued to like dance up until um, mm. up until university at Randolph. Mm, so nice. I left that part out. But this is kind of where cool. I, yeah. like merge. Um, and like, yeah, I didn't even realize that it was what I was missing until like
0: I wasn't doing it anymore.
1: And now, like, I just graduated. I'm pretty green. This is the first thing I'm doing out of theater school. That's a so, pretty... I
0: mean, this is a pretty intense right out of theater school. Yeah. <laughs> and it's,
1: I'm I, loving it. Woo, I'm yeah, loving it. Yeah. Um, You're killing it, too. Thank yeah. you. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, so that's, mm-hmm. that's it so far. All
0: right. Mark, your uh, oh, theater origin story.
2: Um, I guess my theater origin story goes through uh, musicals. Mm-hmm. So I started doing musicals when I was about six. Um, so my parents... Um, I have three older brothers, and each of us had to do a, a sport, uh, a musical instrument, and an extra curricular activity. Mm. And so I couldn't play a musical instrument for my life, so singing <laughs> was my musical instrument. Mm-hmm. And then for an extracurricular I was like, plays, I like musicals, and I like singing. So at age, I think it was age six, I was in The King and I, I was one of the, uh-huh. the, the, tw- like the children <laughs> of the king. Uh, mm-hmm. and then I did a bunch more I, there's a one there's a play called uh, Dracula Spectacular which is a phenomenal play mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very funny uh, it's on music when I was in elementary school and I did that all through you know school and then my voice dropped mm-hmm. and I couldn't really mm-hmm. sing anymore because I was not a tenor anymore <laughs> um, and so I just started to do straight plays and mm-hmm. did community shows and, and stuff like that and um, you know, when it was that time to choose universities, it was like, oh, okay. Like I had never really thought of it as a, a career path. Mm-hmm. And, um, like I was gonna go into the culinary arts was like my okay. oh, nice. one of the things I was looking into because I love to cook. Um, and then I kind of went. And I I had worked in a uh, in a restaurant before grade twelve. And realized, oh, this is not a great lifestyle. <laughs> I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Um, yeah, so I went. I, I applied to a bunch of universities, and I and I got into the University of Windsor's BFA mm-hmm. program. Yeah. And so I, then I went, I went. there for four years, mm-hmm. and I learned all about Shakespeare and mm-hmm. and I had never really, um, I think, really thought of acting as a, a craft. Mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. Yeah. university oh, yeah. I would always just thought of it like, oh this is a fun thing where yeah, I can yeah, use yeah. my imagination and yeah. be a ham and goof off mm-hmm. and then you know I, I, got, I got really serious about it and, and ended up just falling in love with hmm. the, the dedication and, and commitments that you have to have to improve everyday and, and get better uh, and so I learned a lot about Shakespeare. I learned a lot about uh, classical theater and, uh, and just uh, physically what I had to do in order to, to, to be, uh, on a certain level. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and going into university, I was a very intense person. Mm-hmm. I, was a, I know I'm not an intense person, <laughs> not, I know, crazy, right? but I, I was very, very tense mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. And, you know, I got to second year and it just, so I couldn't do that anymore. So I like—I mm. had to chill out and, and so I tried to, I tried to learn how to, to be less anxious and to be, I was, I wanted to do so well, but I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. um, and then, you know, I went to, um, Stratford has this, this summer academy, mm. uh, they do, uh, and I went there and I, and I worked with some just incredible teachers and it really just kind of changed my whole way of, of looking at theater and then i you know i graduated and did a lot of children's theater Ooh. like children's theater is kind of my main thing um so i, I toured around and with a, a show about mental illness and depression and mm-hmm. suicide and teenagers mm-hmm. and and then yeah and I, I kind of was like i really want to do shakespeare though like I, that's what i went to school for I should do it <laughs> um And so I tried to do a bunch of projects that revolved around Shakespeare, and I wanted to see a lot of Shakespeare, you know. uh, But still, it was like it was more um, modern theater. I was doing uh, contemporary shows, and then yeah, then uh, I did some work with Spur of the Moments. um, We there's this uh, festival called the Dark Crop Festival, Mm -hmm. and they Mm -hmm. had their opening year last year, mm-hmm. and so Spur of the Moment was producing a, uh, a show, mm-hmm. uh, and so it was like my like one of my first Shakespeare shows, and it was like outdoors, and it was kind of like this by this campfire. It was great. I loved it. Uh, and then, yeah, now now I'm here. Doing, wow. doing this
0: show. Can we back up to the beginning of your story?
2: Absolutely. The beginning of your story, you
0: are already, you're like, I'm gonna, for my, activ- my extracurricular, I'm going to do plays. Hmm. Yeah. I need to know how you knew what a play was? How, what was your? What made you
2: know the plays was the thing that you wanted to do? I just i i loved attention. I think that's what it comes down <laughs> to. I, I loved attention. Well, um, yeah. and yeah, i i don't I don't know exactly how. I, I think it was probably my mom who mm. was like, "Well, here's a thing where you can sing and dance," and, and I was like, "Great, yeah, sign me up." Yeah, um, and you know, we, we found a bunch of programs that, you know, allowed me to have that outlet that I needed. Mm. Cause I, I'd been, I'd been like training, I'd been focusing on singing and then musicals were just a way to like further that mm-hmm. focus. And so yeah, I, I don't even, I don't even know how the I think it was just, like, my mom is, like, a superhuman at just, like, looking up things. Yeah. It's my mom's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm see, just, no. Do you
0: know, do you remember what the first musical, not that you were in, but that you that heard I or heard? Watched?
2: Yes, I do. The, the first musical that I heard mm-hmm. was probably, it was either Phantom or Les Mis. Okay. Because we my family would go on long car rides. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we had um, these cassettes. Mm-hmm. And it was Lamez <laughs> and Phantom, and wow. so like that's so nice. I, I love I love Lamez and Phantom. They're like near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Some people hate yeah. them, like some people are like yeah. no, they're they're yeah. terrible. I'm like, but they're so good. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, th- I think that's probably how I knew. Yeah. And and I remember like watching films and being like, I want to do that. I want to like yeah. be do that. And I don't I don't think. Like as a family, we knew like what was the avenue to no, no, to go to the screen. One right? never quite does. Yeah, right. I still do
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> assume it'll happen. <laughs>
0: it'll yeah, yeah, happen. It happen for me. I remember my parents had uh, back when I was a, a, a child. We had an LP. Of well, several, because that's all we had back then. Um, of uh, Rex Harrison and Julie Andrews in the original cast of My Fair Lady. Oh, and that was like yeah. my first yeah. musical. Also the original cast of Godspell, which at the time Ooh. was still playing in Toronto, right? Okay. Wow. Um, and so I became obsessed with those. Yeah. And I never really saw them. But I knew I would like read this. I read like they have the synopsis, uh, on it yeah. And like so I would imagine what it must have been like. Yeah. Um, I still, to this day, have not seen *Godspell*, um, but I have seen uh, *My Fair Lady*. See, um,
2: but, but when you when you saw yeah. *My Fair Lady*, did was did it meet your expectations? Yeah. Because like, you had listened to it on. It, you know, feed? see, here's
0: the thing: is that it was that was my first exposure to the the difference between the original broadcast recording and when somebody else performs it because right. you know when it's like yeah. listening to the original cast of Wicked and you're like ah, uh, Dina Menzel that's how she sounds yeah. and mm-hmm. somebody else interprets it slightly differently mm-hmm. and you have this time where you're like that's not that's not the <laughs> <movie."> oh, <you're laughs> right. Right. yeah. yeah. you sort right. of have to It was uh, when I saw Hamilton it was the same thing that's not and then mm. you just have to sit back and be like no yeah. <laughs> you have to let that go <laughs> and it can be an yeah. effort oh, especially right. with like my favorite because Rex Harrison is so iconic in the way that he performs it. Because he speaks it, and then when you find somebody singing it, you're like, "What is going on? What <laughs> is <laughs> going on?" Right. Yeah. So it was uh, it was really yeah. So my entry to the world of theater was actually uh, uh, a musical theater. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. yeah. Um, so what do do you guys remember what your the first Shakespeare that you did was? No, before you did, what was your the first Shakespeare that you read?
3: Oh, oh!
0: We had to read Shakespeare in high school. Mm, I know, which was always an interesting. Okay, let's let's take let's take high school off the.
2: I was just. What's, okay, okay. what's the first one that you saw? Oh. Okay, this is not is not a play form, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure it was um, Romeo and Juliet.
0: Was it the the Baz Luhrmann? With, with Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, I
2: think it was that one. Okay, yeah.
1: Mine was, there was like a touring like children's theater company or whatever that came to my school and did The Tempest. Uh-huh. And I just remember I was sitting like on my gym floor and I was like, they were using these like giant big pieces of silk to make the water and they mm. were like, um, actors were like waving them. You can't see my hands, but they were waving them <laughs> um, like across the gym. And it was like, it was so beautiful mm, for lack mm. of a better word and i was like oh my god this is crazy talent. this is so yeah and i i'm gonna be honest like i barely understood mm. well i mean it's it's shakespeare and it was not like dumbed down for children so i yeah. didn't like um not that children are dumb but you know like i, yeah, yeah, I was like yeah. this is literally a different language but you got and then i was also like but i understand it yeah like i get what's happening um yeah it's my favorite play mm. still Mine was
3: Romeo and Juliet as well, Mm. and I'm pretty sure it was in England. Mm. Oh, wow. I know. Yeah, I was very lucky. My parents took uh, my family to England when I was like 10 or something, and pretty sure that's where we saw a production of Romeo and Juliet, and I think that was my first time ever ever stepping into Shakespeare World. Mm.
2: See, I, I think I actually saw, when I was younger, Shakespeare in High Park. Mm. Like okay. my 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 mom would 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 take mm. us out and we would go we nice. would go see the Shakespeare in Hyde Park and there were also just other like touring Shakespeare companies mm. like I think I saw a version of like All's Well it's N Twelve. yeah um, and like uh, Twelfth Night was was one that I saw. Wow, oh, your like mom was, was so, on it.
3: Your was oh, awesome. Like, I like coming from like a small town. Like I did not have mm. any opportunities mm. to see straight plays, musicals. We'd go into mm. like. You know Winnipeg, which is a couple hours away, to see you know the summer mm-hmm. the summer musicals or whatever. But I
1: I didn't get I didn't have any chance to see Steve plays. Well, it's also crazy because like uh, when you're a kid, I feel like it's so much of what your parents know, mm-hmm. like what yeah. they yeah, want. Yeah, like sure. my parents love the arts. They do. They're not in them. Yeah. They don't know anything about them mm-hmm. really. Totally. But yeah. like the last thing they would have brought me to as a child was a play. Right. Like, I saw ballets Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. because they thought, they'd be like, oh, we have season's passes and we think you would like it, um, given that you dance. Mm -hmm. But never, I don't even think they would think Mm -hmm. to be like, oh, yeah, let's take her to a play. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, they thought you were into dance, so... Well, and I was, and I was. (laughs) They were thinking, what's an arts thing that we can take our daughter to?
1: And until my clown debut, yeah, they didn't know.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. The... The first Shakespeare that I ever saw was As You Like It. It was a CBC, CBC, used, I don't know if you even know if they still do, but they would go to the Stratford Festival and film a live performance. Yeah. Or they would then still air. do, I yeah. think. Yeah? Yeah. Really still still and they would, they would air it every now and then. And so you'd be watching it. It'd be like the performance. they have like cameras all over. Yeah. yeah. They'd cool. be like watching a performance. That's and awesome. that's the first Shakespeare I ever saw, which is, of course, why my friend was able to. To get me back, she didn't know that, but that's yeah. how Connection. she got me. Um, so now that we've talked about the first Shakespeare that you that you saw. Mm-hmm. What was the first Shakespeare that you that you did? Mm-hmm. Scene studies count. So, okay, oh, scene studies. Okay, okay, studies okay. Count. Okay. Yeah.
3: Then mine is a redundant answer because it was Juliet. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, the <sighs> first teacher, who the first time I ever did Shakespeare, chose. Um, Okay, well, two simultaneously, um, Juliet and uh, or Romeo and Juliet and Measure for Measure were my mm. two scene studies.
0: What, where, what, what, what was that in theater
2: school or was Yeah, that, that was around yeah? okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So,
0: Measure for Measure is not one that usually gets discussed in high, school, <laughs> or high schools for no. obvious reasons. Yeah, there's a lot of you know, stuff, there's going there's on stuff going on in that yeah. play that yeah. high schools are really uncomfortable with, yes. especially yes. right now.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. My second year university, I like we read plays in high school, but we didn't do them. Mm. Um, my second year university, the first Shakespeare I did was uh, Viola in Twelfth Night.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I'm not going to lie, the scenes I was given, at first I was like, these are so boring. Like it was just <laughs> Viola and Olivia like talking, and I was like, this is so boring. Other people got like, these like spicy, like really tense uh-huh. scenes, and I got like, I'm just, like, delivering a message. And then the next year I took uh, a Shakespeare class, because mm-hmm. at UFT that's how you yeah. do it. It's not, like, a full conservatory thing. Um, and m- that entire class was focused on Twelfth Night. And I was like, oh, great. Like, mm-hmm. the worst. So boring. And it completely changed my mind. I was like, why? Was the best.
0: Yeah.
1: Her journey. Yeah. She has so much to deal with. But it's true, and I stand by it. And I'm like, wow. I could have gotten a a much better mark had a better on my scene study last year. And be like, I I just didn't even. I was like, wow. I I looked at this as like just these two women talking. Yeah. And not as like, this is a journey. Like this is a yeah. a deeply hurt person that's now. And it like yeah.
0: But also, isn't there, like, a whole lot of uh, tension, sexual tension going on between Viola and Olivia at that um, point? Yeah, there is. And I think yes, I was
1: yes. just, I, my initial yes. thing was, like, uh, this is the worst <laughs> and, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This is a boring scene. Oh. And uh, and I, like, didn't oh. get past that. Oh. Which uh, goes to show the growth I went through. <laughs> yes, In yes, theater indeed. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was, like, oh, God. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then now I'm, like, Twelfth Night, bring it on. Please, yeah, yeah, let me yeah. do, it's, Fine. like, My, it's a a good there's a lot of really good juicy stuff in that play that that you don't think about
3: so many characters and shows on this outside you can't be. especially in comedies too yeah you dig and you learn and that's I think what we all love so much is that digging and learning and then you fall in love with it Yeah. yeah.
0: it's interesting because it's similar to like you were saying you were seeing like the Tempest as a child and you didn't even understand what they were saying but you understood what they were saying which is like when it's act this is why we teach it so badly in, in, in high yeah. school. Yeah. Like making mm-hmm. kids read it, yeah. we should make them watch it. Yeah, yeah. you know, for sure. and then
2: they will. Because you, when people say it, you understand it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think it's also like one of our directors, Susan. Um, you know, she's been getting us to do these these gestures, mm-hmm. and and one of her <sighs> reasons for that is she says, you know, people they can't they can't like know what you're thinking but they can see it, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's when you do Shakespeare and you bring it off the page mm-hmm. is that it's no longer just ideas, but it's 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 physical action yeah. and you understand, okay, that guy doesn't like that guy or that person's in love with that person. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, even the the language, even if you don't understand it, like rhythmically and melodically, you go, oh, I, I get that. Yeah. I yeah. understand yeah. that yeah. physically. Yeah, um, yeah. What was your your first Shakespeare? I think it was either Merchant of Venice or the I think it's the Gatekeeper in Macers the, the 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 porter the porter. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I did this this uh, we had an assignment in in for English class, and we had to film a Shakespeare monologue, and so I chose the porter and I like in winter, went out to my backyard and like. Like, minus five, it was like, got my brother Michael to film me, and I was like, I'm going to do this monologue, and I, you know, <laughs> I got this costume and this cape, I, th- I think yeah. that was my first. Wow. That's yes. awesome.
0: And that's not an easy play to, that's not an easy <laughs> well, speech to make sense of.
2: No. And I, I think it was grade 11 yeah, that I was just is. like, okay, I'm okay, going to do well. this monologue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So with all of this going back to uh, uh, Shakespeare in hospitals, yes, yeah. um, we've talked about things that you're afraid of, things that you're you're excited about. Um, you you've did your first your first run through. When does it launch, by the way? When do you guys start performing in hospitals? Uh, oh
2: my we God. have our, our opening our, is the right
0: 19th. after the nineteenth. So we yeah. have
3: our opener um, fundraiser event yeah. on the nineteenth, and mm-hmm. it's basically like that next October. 19th, way, the week, yeah. like the couple days after that, is our first mm-hmm. hospital. Okay, yeah. well, wow.
0: Yeah. Um, so. What are you looking forward to about Mm. about uh, getting this on its feet in front of audiences in hospitals?
2: I I think it's it's just, for me anyway, it's that, like, for some people this might be the first Shakespeare they're seeing, Mm. Mm -hmm. right? And I think that's just, it's a really special moment to have that with someone. And, and share that experience with them and make it accessible to them mm-hmm. so that they do understand and they, and they do feel connected to what's happening on stage. Um, and, and yeah j- just seeing how they they take in what's being given to them
1: mm. Mm. Um, We I don't think we mentioned this yet, but kind of the theme of what we're of our show is home. okay um, And that was like that was uh, first said to me anyway in my audition. Mm. And I just think, this kind of goes back to what I was just, what we were just talking about. Um, Shakespeare is like a place where there's so much like humanity, mm-hmm. even though like sometimes it's ridiculous. It's so much intense emotion. Um, and so like, and it's a lot of just like straight communication, Yeah. Um, which I think is like on its very, on its at its basis, it's superhuman. Yeah. And a hospital is, I think also where, it's maybe the most human Mm. anyone ever. There's the range of emotion is um, huge, but also it's, it's kind of a, it's like a very, um, it's simultaneously very, uh, tense, Mm -hmm. but also very open. I think people are just, um, they're looking to smile. Mm -hmm. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they're, they're just looking to, um, escape. Um, and I think, I'm really excited to bring something that is thematically so connected to this notion of home mm. into a place where a lot of the times, like, um, I mean, you, everyone's story is different and the reason for being there is different. But mm. a hospital is, is sometimes home to people or a mm-hmm. makeshift home yeah. and sometimes uh, the farthest away from home. Yeah. So it's really nice to bring something into that space mm-hmm. that I think everybody can relate to in yeah. a way that's... Like, really human, even yeah. just through um, like the range of emotion in our play.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: So, yeah. connecting to people, I think,
0: yes. is the gist mm-hmm. of that.
2: Yeah. I'm really,
3: I think mine goes along with that well. I'm just, I'm really excited for this notion of, if this makes sense, bringing theater down to a very level playing field. I mean, we're not <laughs> raised up on a stage. Mm. We're not. We don't have wings and costumes um, very much like improv it's gonna be it's gonna be different each time and it, and I'm just excited for that just bringing theater into that world mm. of it doesn't have to be up on a stage. Mm. It can be a meter away from someone and it's just a matter of where people coming in telling stories for someone else yeah. and i'm just really excited for that to just be shared and that to be known like we're we're just here hopefully to entertain you and make you think or make you feel but we're just people like you we're all equal mm-hmm. and here we are on the same level just doing our own thing sharing something together mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. that's just i'm just really excited for that mm-hmm. that feeling
0: well i think that's as good a place as anything
2: there you, you go thank wow you thank you so much <laughs> yeah thank you